When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. How does a narcissist respond when you try to give feedback? Like when you try to give information saying, hey, this is something you did wrong, or hey, this is something you forgot, or hey, can I just tell you, like this kind of hurts when you say this. How do they respond to you when you give them criticism? A lot of times narcissists struggle with this concept of criticism, and I want to dive into that a little bit today to have you understand and have you see a couple different perspectives. We're going to talk through a couple questions about narcissists reacting to negative or positive feedback or criticism. What that, what does that actually look like? How does it actually come across? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARCAP, and your guide in our Escape Toxicity course, which is our $7 challenge for seven days, over 35, 36 videos, helping you actually break free of some of the mindsets that you've been stuck in for a period of time. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So you check it out at escapetoxicity.com. You can click on the link down below, anything like that. If you don't subscribe, hit that. And so we can actually be able to interact with you more and more to be able to show you what narcissism actually looks like, how it's shown up in my life, and how it might be showing up in your relationships. So one of the things people ask is how, how did narcissists react to negative feedback or to criticism? You might have times in your relationship where you try to give feedback, where you try to give this information to the other person and it doesn't seem to go over well. Like there seems to be this disconnect of like you say one thing and it seems like they come back at you with five other things. You're like, whoa, like, wait a second. I was just trying to communicate about this one piece. Well, probably the biggest piece of that is can a narcissist actually accept negative feedback? What is actually happening there? When you give negative feedback, okay, negative feedback of being like anything, let's give a simple, simple illustration. You ask him to take out the trash, he doesn't take out the trash, you're like, hey, do you mind taking out the trash because you forgot last time? Boom, like huge argument that ensues just out of this. 
Now, this is a silly example, but for some of you, it might be the exact example that you need to hear. For others of you, it might be different. A lot of times when you give this type of negative feedback or criticism or calling out is another way, like calling a person out of not doing what they said they were going to do, then we see a big frustration that happens. One of the first pieces that happens to the narcissist is this tiny aspect of guilt. This guilt is small because they don't want to feel it. But the guilt of like, wait a second, I did say that I was going to take out the trash, but I didn't do it. So there's a guilt of like, wait a second, I did something bad. I said one thing and I didn't do it. I'm incongruent with who I actually said I was. Okay. Then there's this piece that unlocks, which is shame. I'm like, wait a second, crap. Like I'm an awful person. Like I can't even do a simple task. Like I'm stupid in this area. Okay. Now all this is very small. So I don't want you to think that the narcissist is wallowing in this like guilt and shame for a long period of time and like, woe is them and we should be sorry for them. I'm not saying that at all. Okay. What I'm saying is some of these are the thoughts that go through in that instant, instant, then it switches because in that moment I can't be wrong. I can't have that guilt. I can't deal with the fact that I'm incongruent with what I said I was going to do. That's not me. That's not the mask that I've put up. That's not the version of me that I want society to see. That's not me. So then I have to switch around in my mind saying, this person is attacking me. Like, why are they always nagging me about the trash? Why are they always putting this as being that big of a deal? Don't they understand I can take it out anytime? Why does it have to be now? Why does it have to be all these stories, all these thoughts are going to run through the narcissist's head? And at this point, it has to get flipped around so it's the other person's fault. Oftentimes, this is how we're going to put it as the blame game. Well, you don't do this. Well, I asked you to do this and you didn't respond. Well, and all these things start spewing out. And the thing that happens is over a period of time, you either take the blame and you're like, oh yeah, you're right, I'm sorry. And it kind of calms them down slightly. Or you refuse to take the blame. Like, no, that's on you. Either way, you're typically gonna run into the rage. Now, whether that's overt, like in your face, or whether that's more passive aggressive, the covert, and like belittling and trying to like nitpick at you to bring you down. There's this piece of rage of like, I, it still comes back to me and I'm pissed off because it can't be my fault. A lot of times a narcissist will take your criticism, your feedback, and switch it around to view you as being attacking. If you're the one that's attacking, then they can come back and attack you. Then then the ones they can defend themselves by pushing back on you, okay? A lot of times when narcissists respond to the negative feedback, they respond to the things that you criticize them on, this is like the cycle that they're gonna go through and it's gonna go through really, really quick. It's like, how do I get away from this as fast as possible? And a lot of times people are like, well, how do I phrase it different? How do I focus on it different? And the piece with this is really hard for people to understand because it almost doesn't matter. Like you could come into the house and you could be raging about what about the criticism, or you could come into the house being very meek and mild and timid, and, and it, you get the same response. You get the same reaction because it doesn't have anything to do with exactly what you're saying. Now, there's ways to conf- communicate it that could either piss off more or piss off less, but at the same time, what you're communicating is something that's going to hit at the core. It's something that's going to hit and be like, wait a second, that actually exposes me. A narcissist hates to be exposed. And think of it in the, like, the definition of the mask. We normally talk about the mask that a narcissist has, and I want you to understand that the mask is a sense of a, uh, of a false version of self. Like, this is the version of me. So for me, one of my masks, one of my ideas was I'm a good person. 
Yes, I was cheating on my wife. Yes, I was lying to her. Yes, I was gaslighting. Yes, I was being abusive to her and other people. But in my mind, the thing that I want to put out there is I am a good person. That not only was in my mind as a mask internally, but also a mask outwardly of this is how I appear. This is how you see me. This is how I showed up in the work environment. This is how I showed up to, to other people. Like this is how I would talk to people and help people in like my previous job saying, hey, this is what I think you to do relationship wise when I was doing the exact opposite because I was cheating on my wife. Like huge incongruence, huge difference. But the thing is with the mask, I have to be able to put that up so I hide who I actually am underneath. When you criticize, when you give feedback, a lot of times that cuts straight through the mask to the person underneath. Because you're no longer dealing with the words. You're dealing with the actions. You said you were gonna do this, your words, the mask, but you didn't actually do it. And that turns the guilt into shame that oftentimes makes the narcissist blame you and then rage out at you because they don't wanna be accountable or responsible for the things that you're holding them accountable for. When we talk about this aspect of narcissists, there is a giant pushback on your feedback on your criticism because you are the attacker, you are the aggressor, and that has to switch in the narcissist's mind so that they don't feel bad about themselves, okay? When, when you think about this aspect of avoiding criticism and avoiding feedback, a lot of times this has a huge impact in the relationship with each other because you're not able to actually get through. You're not able to give them any feedback about how they're actually showing up. You might have this in the relationship that you're currently in because you've tried to express to him multiple times, this is what I'm feeling. These are my emotions. These are what I'm struggling with. And there's no space given. Now with space, I wanna be able to talk about this real quick because I, I struggle with this a lot. I've always struggled with this and I still struggle with it. It's getting, getting better, but I still struggle with it. Being able to create space is giving an opportunity for the other party to express their feelings, their wants, their desires, their needs with no judgment and without trying to fix the problem, but letting it just exist there. A lot of men have a hard time with this. We want to do, we want to fix, we want to make it better or, or get it away from us. As a narcissist, I didn't want to hold another person's emotions. I didn't want to hold my wife's emotions. They were icky, they were frustrating, they were annoying. I was like, let's just fix this and move on so I don't have to deal with you, so I can do what I want to do. Because there's no connection, there was no care in those moments. There's no love of putting her needs first. It was just, ugh, I don't want to deal with this. When you create space for another person, you're letting that person express their emotions and letting it sit there. You're not taking it on yourself of like, oh, that's my fault or, oh, like I'm a bad person because I can't fix this. No, you're just letting it sit there. You're letting, you're creating a container for the other person to be able to express who they actually are. This is absolutely essential when you're working with kids. Like as you're raising your children, this is essential that you learn how to create space for them, which means there's a lot of times that they might need space that you don't feel like you're capable of giving. This happens all the time with my daughter. At the time of this recording, she's turning four. And so she's at the place where she needs sometimes a lot of emotional space that I don't feel like I have, where she's going to get frustrated and cry and scream about certain things that are pissing her off that it's hard for me to be able to connect with. But I know if I don't create space for her to actually express what's actually going on, she will not learn how to be able to healthily work through those emotions. 
Instead, it'll just be conformity. Stop crying. Like, don't act like this. And it won't actually help her grow, heal, change, and develop into the person that she's meant to be. This is the piece about the emotional side that narcissists typically can't connect with. And that you as a parent can help your child grow, heal, and develop by helping create an emotionally safe space for your children. I know I didn't start this off talking about kids, but here we are anyways, okay? So like when we're talking about this, understanding that creating space is very helpful in this regard. With a narcissist, you're typically not going to be able to create space for them. That's actually going to be effective because they're not going to appreciate it. And they're also not going to create space for you because your emotions are annoying, are too much, can't get fixed, are problematic because they don't go away fast enough so they can do what they want to do. All these things get to be an inconvenience. So moral of the story, end of the day, as we finish up here, you know, a narcissist will react to negative feedback over and over and over again because in their mind, they have to switch that you're attacking them so that they don't feel bad about themselves. That's all it comes down to. If you guys want to work with me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. If you're interested in joining the seven-day challenge and getting with other groups and communities of people that are going through the mind craziness that's actually happening as you've been walking through this toxic relationship with a covert narcissist or with overt, anything like that, and you're like, I can't even get feedback, interaction, sign up at our Escape Toxicity course, escapetoxicity.com today. You can click the link in the bio. would love to have you join that. Seven days, $7, over 40 videos for you to be able to start getting an understanding of narcissistic personality disorder. Wondering if you're the crazy one, if you're the narcissist, like what is actually happening when you react to them, all these different pieces and more inside. Escapetoxicity.com today.